The Daily Rios, for May 22nd, 2013. New Comics Wednesday. By authority of the mystic guardians of the universe, on the far distant planet Oa, Al Jordan test pilot becomes the Green Lantern, a cosmic crusader whose magical power ring at his bidding accomplishes the impossible. Continuing fight against interplanetary evil. Green Lantern, Guardian of the Galaxy. It's another Wednesday. It's another list of new comics. So let's go down that list and see what are the standouts for today. As the music might suggest, from DC, Green Lantern 20, $7.99. Closing out Jeff Johns' long run on the character over eight years. On the character and the concept, I should say. Back in the early days of his tenure, Dan DiDio stated that he wanted to make the character of Green Lantern into a franchise big enough to stand with the trinity of Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman. And in comics, there's no arguing that the Green Lantern franchise has boomed over the years, especially leading up to the Blackest Night event, which was a huge boon for DC and retailers and fans. Uh, It made the Green Lantern movie possible regardless of the unfortunate outcome. It spawned animated movies and uh, an animated series. And perhaps he's not quite a household name in the way that Spider-Man or Iron Man have become over the past number of years. But Green Lantern is definitely a corner of the DCU in terms of comics that gets much spotlight from readers and critics, etc. Outside of the Batman line and the Superman line and the Justice League line, Green Lantern has the most titles. It has four, soon to be five, titles under its umbrella. And what Johns has brought to the table, uh, expanding on ideas from Green Lantern's entire publishing history, not just from Alan Moore. Thank you very much, Mr. Wizard, sir. Um, It really is the stuff superhero comics are made of. And now he's passing on the torch. And now that it's over, much like Fringe and much like The Office, now that they are over, it makes me want to go back and read it all and absorb it all. Um, You know, because I have the time. Speaking of green, also out this week, Green Team number 1, Teen Trillionaires, by Art Balthazar Franco and art by uh, Iguara, cover by Amanda Connor, and a variant cover, a hot variant cover by Cliff Chang. If you see it, grab it. From Dark Horse, we have Dark Horse Presents 24, Mind Management number 11, and the fifth issue of the five-issue miniseries, Star Wars Dawn of the Jedi, Prisoner of Bogan, which has been delayed for a number of weeks. From IDW, the Star Trek John Byrne Collection, 320 pages, hardcover, $49.99, collecting all of his all of his IDW Star Trek stories, Assignment Earth, Crew, uh, Leonard McCoy, Frontier Doctor, and the Romulans. From Image, Joe Casey writes Bounce Number 1, with art by David Messina. Meet the ultimate slacker superhero of the 21st century, Jasper Jenkins, great alliteration there, is a superhead and a superhero. He's relatable and reliable, 
and he's embarking on the adventure of a life lifetime. Uh, just looks fun, looks silly, and it's Joe Casey, uh, who he also has uh, Sex Number Three out this week, uh, and I'm really, really enjoying a lot of his uh, current output. So I'll give Bounce a chance and see what it is. From Marvel Avengers Number Twelve, Uncanny X Men Number Six, and if you've been following long with the Marvel Now Report Card episodes that I actually wrapped up on Monday's episode. The trade paperback for um, Journey into Mystery, featuring Sif, Volume 1, Stronger Than Monsters, is now out, collecting issues 646 through 650. So if you want to see what that was all about, um, I really like the artwork. I thought the story kind of suffered by the end, but there's some really interesting Marvel comic stuff in the background, especially in terms of Kirby Monsters and the Journey into Mystery Legacy. So check that one out. Uh, then we also have, coming out this week, Double Jumpers number four. Uh, closing out that miniseries from Action Lab. We have Occupy Comics number one from Black Mask. Featuring a whole slew of artists and creators. Alan Moore, David Lloyd, Charlie Adlard, Art Spiegelman. Uh, this is, uh, you know, basically a comic where they're taking on the themes, the goals, and ideas of the Occupy movement while also raising funds to support it. We have the color version of Scott Pilgrim, Volume 3 hardcover, Infinite Sadness from Oni. We have My Dirty Dumb Eyes graphic novel by Lisa Hannawalt. This is the debut collection from cartoonist Hannawalt. Her unique comics intermingle drawings, paintings, single panel gag jokes, funny lists, and anthropomorphized animals in the service of satirical, startlingly observant commentary on pop culture, contemporary society, and human idiosyncrasies. And this is from Drawn and Quarterly. And then, finally, coming out this week, Neil Gaiman's Make Good Art Hardcover, designed by Chip Kidd. And this is from the 2012 commencement speech, graduation speech that he gave at uh, University of the Arts here in Philadelphia. And along with it, Chip Kidd designs it, so it's, uh, you know, typography book and uh, and a great gift that you can give to someone who is just starting out on a very artistic journey because uh, a lot of what he has to say is amazing and in fact if you've listened to the Sanyo cast just recently he put out uh, an episode with this speech and um, uh, I also plucked a little bit of the speech on a previous Daily Rios episodes weeks ago months ago but it is a great, great speech. It has a lot to do about creating art and the craft of art and being an artist. And here it is in book form, which it could be a great gift for someone. To the bath poles. All right, before it gets any later in the month, let's take a look at previews. This is the May previews for books shipping mostly in July. From DC, we have the Trinity War event, one of the bigger events to roll out of DC in the past two years, kicking off in Justice League 22, Justice League of America 6, Justice League Dark 22, also Trinity of Sin Pandora number 2, 
uh, Constantine number five, and uh, I, uh, also Trinity of Sin, The Phantom Stranger number ten. Uh, a couple annuals are being solicited this month. Uh, we have um, The Flash, we have Detective, Superman, Batman, Animal Man, and what I find interesting about these annuals is that they're being written by the writers. So Flash is being written by co-writer Brian Busoletto. Detective is by current writer John Lehman. Superman is being written by Scott Lobdell, Batman, Scott Snyder, and Animal Man, Jeff Lemire. So these aren't being handed off to some other creative team and and they're not being told they're you know they aren't being told, hey, just come up with a fun story for the annual. Uh, I don't know if these have a direct relation with what's going on in the ongoing series, but with the main driving force behind them, I like that. I like that they're doing that. I like that they are uh, keeping continuities in terms of uh, the creative team. So a lot of annuals, but at least they should have a similar voice to the ongoing if you are reading that. We have Batman 66 by Jeff Parker and art by Jonathan Case with a cover by Mike Allred. And this is throwing things into the Batman 60s TV show uh, and putting it all into comic book form with new stories. Uh, you know, somewhere along the way they got the rights to do this, I imagine, and they thought, why not? Let's do this. Uh, this is something that's being released digitally first and then being collected. So um, I imagine the digital part of it is coming out, you know, in the next couple of weeks or months, and then in July, the first printed issue will be out. So look, look, looking forward to that. In the trade section, we have Green Lantern Sector 2814 Trade Paperback Volume 2. They had a Volume 1 of this, and uh, this is the stuff that is collecting the Len Wein Dave Gibbons Green Lantern run in the mid-80s that got me into Green Lantern. Um, I was reading it before it, but that was the stuff that really kind of captured my imagination. Um, that clean Dave Gibbons artwork, seeing it before I ever saw it on Watchmen. And um, this, is the, this is the run that gave us the Predator that eventually would tie into what Jeff Johns did with his Green Lantern run. Um, it brought Jon Stewart into comics. Uh, it didn't introduce him, but it kept him around. It brought him in. Hal Jordan had quit, quit leading up to the crisis, and um, Jon Stewart had taken over, and he remained a Green Lantern from this run on. So, um, you know, those of us who had been reading comics for a long time knew that he existed well before the Justice League Unlimited cartoon. Uh, so, you know, Jon Stewart has always been in... Um, our lexicon if you were a reader of Green Lantern back in the 80s. So now there's a volume 2 collecting issues uh, 182 through 183 and 185 through 189. Uh, a good run, a good run. You could probably find it in the back issue bins, but here you are. Here's a volume 2 of the trade, and you can always find volume 1. And then right next to us, next to it, this is really curious, um, Nightwing, Old Friends, New Enemies, trade paperback, collecting his run during the Action Comics Weekly 80s, late 80s uh, uh, concept. Um, yeah, it's collecting Action Comics 613 through 618 and 627 through 634. They were That was when Action Comics was an anthology series. 
uh, kind of strange that they're collecting that. <laughs> I have no idea why. But, uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, I'm curious enough to check it out. Uh, we have Sword of Sorcery trade paperback featuring Amethyst collecting the entire uh, series 1 through 8 plus the zero issue. Um, this is 320 pages. It's a trade paperback for only $24.99. 320 pages. That's amazing. That's how you do a trade. Um, and then from Vertigo, I'm not exactly sure if I'm going to get this, but I'll try the first issue. Collider, number one, by Simon Oliver, with art by Robbie Rodriguez. Um, this uh, The premise here is, it starts small, temporary gravity failures, time reversal loops, entropy reversals. With much fanfare, a new government agency was formed with a mandate to prevent and protect. Its official title, the Federal Bureau of Physics. Humans, if nothing else, adapt to the changing parameters of their existence. What was extraordinary soon became ordinary, a part of people's daily lives. They move on and do what people have always done, survive. But even the new status quo is now under threat. Things are getting worse, and it falls to Special Agent Adam Hardy and his FBP team to figure out what's going on before it's too late. Simon Oliver of Exterminators, if anybody remembers that Vertigo miniseries from mid-2000s. Um, I'll try it. I'll see. I'll see what it's like. Uh, it's got a cover by Nathan Fox. I like Nathan Fox artwork. So uh, there you go. That's coming out from Vertigo in July. From Image Comics, we have Satellite Sam Number 1 by Matt Fraction and Howard Chaikin being previewed. An interesting mix-up because when I read, first read Casanova by Matt Fraction and... Uh, Gabriel Ba, I likened that series to what if American Flag met Storanko's um, shield uh, and by way of something else, uh, you know. So I, I I felt that it had an American flag, it had a chicken feel to it. And here we go, the two creators are now joining up. Matt Fraction on story, Howard Chaikin on art, on um, a tale... Uh, in the 1950s, the star of beloved daily television serial Satellite Sam turns up dead in a flophouse filled with dirty secrets. The police think it was death by natural causes, but his son knows there was something more. If only he could sober up long enough to do something about it. This noir mystery, shot through with sex and violence, exposes the seedy underbelly of the golden age of television. I don't know how long I'll stick with it. But it sounds interesting enough that those two creators uh, are joining up that I'll, I'll give it a shot for at least the first issue. And then uh, also from Image, uh, there's a new Cyberforce series coming out um, after the free issues that they were releasing um, because of the Kickstarter event that they had done. Um, they're now putting out uh, a Cyberforce series spinning out of that, and that is by Mark Silvestri with art by Marco Torini and Stepan Sejic. So, uh, you know, if you're a Cyberforce fan, you're getting an ongoing series, starting with issue six. From Marvel, we have Gardens of the Galaxy 5 and Age of Ultron 10 UC, which is a fake name that they're now calling that series Hunger. Uh, Angel, uh, not Angel, Angela is being brought into the Marvel Universe, and these issues will have that. Um, I said on Twitter the other week, the other day, that I felt that, uh, I guess, are they going to make her a herald, a Galactus herald? Is that going to be her new status quo? 
within the Marvel Universe? Could be. I don't know. It's kind of similar to what she did in Spawn. Not really. I don't know what I'm talking about. But um, who knows? Maybe that's what uh, maybe that's what she's going to be in the Marvel Universe. Uh, we have What If versus... Uh, excuse me. What If Avengers versus X-Men. And this is by Jimmy Palmiotti with by Jorge Molina doing the art. And it's a What If on the AVX series which probably means that the way it goes down in this what if is is how it most likely should have gone down um, in the regular publishing continuity but you know we'll see uh, looking through the rest of the book there wasn't much more in the Marvel section uh, I want to know when Lionel Francis Yu is coming back to Indestructible Hulk it seems like he has been absent from that title for a long time um, you know I thought all these creators were supposed to stick on these books for a long time, but um, I really I really hope he comes back, because I, I liked what he was doing on that book. Uh, from Dark Horse, they're continuing their superhero line, building it with Captain Midnight, number one, and Catalyst Comics by Joe Casey. Uh, and then look for the Sin Titulo hardcover by Cameron Stewart. It's a neo-noir mystery thr thriller with semi-autobiographical elements. And this was a webcomic... That is now out in uh, a hardcover format, 184 pages. Following the death of his grandfather, young Alex discovers a mysterious photograph in the old man's belongings that sets him on an adventure like no other, where dreams and reality merge, family secrets are laid bare, and lives are irrevocably altered. This was a popular webcomic. A lot of people were reading it. There was quite uh, a buzz around it as it was going on. So uh, check that out from Dark Horse. Uh, it's actually not on sale until September, but it's in this month's previews. Then we go to the back of the book. Lots going on in the back of the book. We have from Action Lab, the solicitation of another Kickstarter project, uh, Molly Danger by Mr. Jamal Igel, uh, with art by Jamal Igel and Juan Castro and various others. She's the hero you've been waiting for, eternally Childlike and inhumanly strong, Molly Danger has protected the citizens of the once sleepy town of Coopersville, New York, for the past 20 years from the terror of the sinister Supermax. But what secrets from her past threaten to destroy everything she holds dear when new DART recruit Austin Briggs becomes her pilot? Uh, this is $19.99 hardcover in the European format, meaning it's 9 by 12, 48 pages, full color. Molly Danger, book one. Can't wait to read this. Uh, should be uh, some good, good, good comics. From Boom Studios, uh, kind of an interesting premise here. Day Men, number one. Story by Matt Gagnon and Michael Allen Nelson with art by Brian Stelfries. And they're billing this as Brian Stelfries returns to drawing monthly comics for the first time, first time since 2005. For thousands of years, the world has been controlled by the 50 Families, a secret network of vampire covens engaged in a timeless struggle for power. But when the sun rises, the vampires are forced to employ the service of a human who acts as their daytime fixer and protector. Trained for centuries to be the mortal soldiers of their vampire employees, the, uh, employers, the daymen go forth at sunrise alone into the world to do the bidding of their sleeping benefactors. 
That sounds kind of interesting. I don't know if I've ever heard of that take before. doesn't mean it doesn't exist out there. I've just never heard of it before. So, yeah, that, you know, and it's Brian Stelfreeze uh, on interior comic book work coming from Boom. From Fanographics, Charles Foreman's The End of the Fucking World Collection softcover, $19.99. I have these in mini-comic format. These are great. Uh, just uh, really tense and weird and uh, dark, but yet with with some kind of... Um, it's like a road story, it says here. It's a coming-of-age road story uh, between a couple of teens, and uh, there's there's a lot going on in it. With, with how small the story is in those mini-comic format, um, it really tells this bigger, much bigger story. It's the end of the fucking world. I imagine it's going to speak to someone along the way. They're going to read this and they're going to go, yes, this is why I want to read comics. So check that out. Uh, collection from Fana Fanagraphics. Awesome. Uh, then we have from First Second, The Death of Haggard West One-Shot by Paul Pope. This is a prelude story uh, to his Battling Boy comic that's coming out uh, You know, somewhere near the end of the year. This is 32 pages. It's a one-shot uh, I don't know if this is work that's going to be featured in Battling Boy or if it's just kind of like a preview story, but hey, it's Paul Pope. And then we have Genius by Steven Siegel and Teddy Christensen. Uh, graphic novel, $17.99, soft cover, uh, full color. Ted Marks works hard at his career as a quantum physicist, but lately the demands of his job have begun to overwhelm him. Then Ted makes a startling discovery. His wife's father once knew Einstein and claims that Einstein entrusted to him a final devastating secret, a secret even more profound and shattering than the work that led to the first atom bombs. If Ted can convince his father-in-law to tell him what Einstein had to say, his job will be safe. But does he dare reveal Einstein's most dangerous secret to those who might exploit it? The little that I've seen of the preliminary artwork uh, just looks very moody and perfect for um, Teddy Christensen's art style. Uh, I have to imagine this is something that Mr. Phil is going to be looking forward to. All right, what else do we have? We have from Oni, something called The Strangers by Chris Roberson, art by Scott Kowalczyk. Protecting the world from the strange is what Verity, Michael, and Sandoval do best, and on the island nation of Hidalgo, Things have been getting very strange indeed. The president has declared martial law, sending everyone to excavations in the jungle. But the strangest thing of all is the involvement of the mysterious organization Occult. What could they want with an island with no strategic value? It's up to the strangers to find out. Uh, looks like it's an all-ages, um, it says all audiences uh, a series, and they're soliciting both issues 1 and 2. And uh, this continues the story from their free comic book day release of Strangers number one. From Tinto Press, we have Homesick graphic novel by Jason Walls. As Jason faces increasing panic attacks and the threat of losing his mom to cancer, one lost and forgotten cosmonaut struggles with the realities of facing his own end. As their lives charge toward their own grim realities, the boundaries that separate them begin to fade and fade away. It's black and white, fifteen dollars and ninety-nine cents. 
just a curious little graphic novel that the premise kind of caught my eye. So I thought I would give it a shout out and see if anybody else would be interested in that. And then we have from Tomorrow's yet another American Comic Book Chronicles, this time the 1950s. And this will feature things such as EC, uh, Harvey Kurtzman's Mad, Carl Barks's work on Donald Duck and Uncle Scrooge, the retooling of The Flash in Showcase number 4 that kicks off The Silver Age, the introduction of Martian Manhunter, Adam Strange, Green Lantern, the return of Timely, uh, such as with Captain America and Human Torch and the Submariner, and the birth of Joe Simon and J Jack Kirby's Fighting American, and also The Fly. Hardcover, $40.95. Such a great project. So glad to see these are coming out. Um, and they're finally hitting stores. Uh, just a wealth of information that I think people will enjoy. So there you go. That's your previews for May for book shipping, mostly in July. Uh, obviously, there's a lot more in the catalog. These were things that just caught my eye. And maybe they might appeal to you as well. As always, you can reach me at peter at thedailyrios.com or leave a comment on the website at the Daily Rios. Uh, you could also leave an iTunes review if you would. And otherwise, I will talk to you tomorrow. See ya. Bye.